the next bit of our coverage of the Against the Dark Master game system. So we are joined once again today uh, by Nick from Open Ended Games, and we are going to launch into an actual play episode for you all. I'm very excited to kind of throw some dice against this system. We are, of course, joined by a friend of the show, Danilo, from the Thinking Critically uh, D&D Discussion podcast. Yeah, one of our one of our favorite podcasters out there. I guess let's start by, by going around the room and uh, introducing our characters. Uh, Locarno, why don't you start, please? I am Locarno Duncan, half-elven kin of the Weld. I'm an animus and a few years ago, lost my wife and daughter. They were taken from me by the forces of the Dark Master. I went through a period of darkness and despair, and I have come out from that in a way to do better, make my family proud. And if I have a means to save them, I will. But every life saved, every good deed, is done in their honor. Mm, fabulous. Eurocast. <clears throat> That'll be me. So I am Eurocast the Modest. <laughs> Star Elf <laughs> Champion. And and that's actually, yeah, I don't have, I'm a bit on the back foot because I don't have such a, an epic backstory other than by my very nature, I am better than the rest of you. And that's pretty much it for reasons that will become apparent when we actually start playing with the story based on what we discussed in session zero. Yeah, that, that, that's probably all we need right now. Excellent. Fabulous. All right. Garavald, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Garavald. My friends call me Gar, and I'm a halfling Ken from, of, of the Hill Folk. Things, things can be a little bit rough and brutal in the hills, but I do my best to you know, stay positive, pretty young. Halfling warrior. I have a birthmark that kind of looks like a scar from a very large wolf bite on the left side of my neck. That'll come out a little bit more when we talk about our backgrounds and background selections and the stories that we wrote about ourselves. But yeah, he's a pretty cheerful little halfling warrior who carries a sword and a spear and is ready to fight the foes of the Dark Master, even slightly specialized in it to a degree. We'll get into that shortly. Excellent. And I am playing Edric Ashwell, a high man seafarer known on the great scope of the seas as the Seahawk. Locano and I know each other quite well for a while years ago. His wife was taken by the Dark Master before she was his wife. She was my sister. And while I am known for never turning down a possibility for good adventure and always coming back with the most fantastical of stories, it is without a doubt my primary mission in life to find what happened to my sister to bring peace to my parents. With that, Nick, we're going to turn over uh, to you to go ahead and run. So <clears throat> have at it. Hello, everyone. Nick, I am Thunder. So open games and tonight I'm gonna be running as a GM with this fantastic group and I'm very excited to be with them but I want to mention that during that time we had a lot of fun in creating the Dark Master which is kind of the new game when you're a Dark Master and uh, the Dark Master we came up with which was completely randomly 
it was this person uh, lady. We can say she's an empress. Doing some empress from hell, that's her name. And we kind of came up with the object, the, the, the item that she's training so much, which is scepter. scepter. And we kind of came up with their minions and, you know, uh, new tenants that they are trying to bring back this empress back to the table. <laughs> and we came up with Lieutenant as Ancini and the Wolf as Phoenix. Uh, then we said, so that's gonna be the, what, we, what we set against, but it's not gonna be the only thing we set against. This force of evil are gonna be impersonating, and the personification of evil is gonna be in these uh, creatures and these actors. It was a lot of fun in creating this with you guys, and we created all the characters during that time. And uh, just to give a little bit of mood, when so you guys, all of you, heard somehow of these ancient people that once uh, ruled over the world. Some of you think it's just a legend. Some of you uh, know that every legend is a you know. And uh, but you do know that all of you have heard and witnessed uh, people talking about. The minions and, and, and uh, whoever is trying to bring back these uh, uh, force of evil back to reign over the world. And uh, we all heard about Banshees, right? As I say in English, Banshees, these ghosts and silly uh, that often wander the lands, prairies, and forest and night. And often it's said that their scream, a really scream of the souls, they took away. And uh, some of you, you know, a lot of people believe that people that disappear in this world really are being taken from their soul, taken from this Panchean and offered their uh, empress as a token of royalty in order for them to come back and, and in full power. So, this is the kind of, you know, we, what we are setting, our setting, it's just to give a little bit of an idea what you should picture in your head, something uh, that would be like Northern Europe uh, or Northern America too, because if you go to Maine, Canada, you have similar probably landscapes than Scotland. I don't want to be in Scotland, I'm in Canada, so I'm just, <laughs> I'm assuming that. But uh, picture like, you know, highlands and very spiky high mountains on the back and uh, very old forests that are uh, spread throughout this land. Very cold, not Antarctica, but can be quite cold when the winter hits. I think that we should settle our journey in the fall, so we are like warm during the day, but very cold at night. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you guys, you, and, and also we can relate to the time we are now. That being said, when we were doing our character creation process, all of you came up with passions, right? And somehow you, you spoke about a little bit about during the introduction of your character, but just for the sake of the listeners, the patients are one sentence that describes a certain aspect of your character. It could be that, it, that there are three passions, a motivation, nature, and allegiance. Motivation is what drives you. Nature is your nature. And allegiance is what you have allegiance to someone. Maybe we should, it would be a good thing if we go around the table, this virtual table, and we, you guys read me your passions. So why don't we start with Locarno? As I said, my motivation to find my wife and daughter 
to save them or rescue, preserve their souls. By nature, every life saved, every good deed is done in their honor. My allegiance is to my wife's family. Okay, thank you very much, Locarno. Edric, why don't you go next? So I'm going to start at the bottom and go from our, my allegiance because I took to the sea in a fit of teenage rebelliousness and have in my older age now come back and realized how important family is. My fam- my allegiance remains to, to my family. Being of the high man kin, family is very strong and so my family is super important to me and in that reconciliation with my parents, my motivation has become to like my brother-in-law, find what has happened to my sister to bring peace back to my parents and my nature has again led me to to seek out and always be on the lookout for the next great adventure i find it as as that's what's necessary to go ahead and, and traverse the world and find what's happened to my sister but that is my nature so like life an, an adventure of life it's a life worth living yeah exactly always looking for the next clue always looking for you know the next uh, snippet of a uh, adventure that could uh, could bring me closer to finding what happened okay very good Great. Garival. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Yorokas. Okie dokie. So I am motivated in the desire to prove to the rest of my kin that I truly am the best. Following that, there's a theme here. Following that, my, my nature is, to quote, never apologize for being the greatest person in the room. It sounds so two-dimensional versus everybody else's awesome. like, heartfelt awesome. stories. But... <laughs> <laughs> And then my allegiance is to the pursuit of knowledge, be that scholarly or battle knowledge. Oh, wow. Interesting. Knowledge. knowledge is, of course, power. So, Thank hey, you very much. Knowing that those things are deep at their core doesn't mean that's all there is to them. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's fabulous. All right. And then we have uh, Garvald. All right. So for Garvald's motivation in particular it's going to involve a little bit of backstory because otherwise you won't know what it means in my background i chose sworn defender and one of the things about sworn defenders you have to come up with what's behind it and i was working on ways to tie my little halfling warrior into this epic grand tale so for the sworn defender my halfling family has always been actually i'll do this as careful so as sworn defender my halfling clan has always been members of the wolf guard which is a group sworn to defend against the crimson empress and her minions wolves in particular during the war a millennia ago really were all over our country and that was the primary way that we learned to fight and uh, we named ourselves the wolf guard because not only do we guard against them but we also learned from their tactics and with spear and sword working as a unit we came up with ways to take them down and that was the halfling's primary contribution in the great war was thinning the, the great crimson pack and now we're also dedicated to passing down those old tales so that the evil can't be forgotten should she choose to rise again I also chose Mark of Destiny, which is the birthmark that you'll find that, that I mentioned earlier on the left side of my neck. It looks like the scar of a wolf bite. That actually is a mark that's been born in one member of our clan per generation since my ultimate grandmother 
Elodora Sheepshear killed Sharviska in the Great War. Sharviska was the bitch queen, leader of the Great Crimson Pack. And my ancient heirloom is actually the person who is the Marcus bestowed upon also inherits the spear that was used to kill her. And it's called Visca's End. It was carried by my grandmother, Elidora. But it also has a common name of uh, Bitch's Bang. So all of that becomes important because otherwise you wouldn't understand what I meant by my motivation, which is my, mo my motivation is that I'm determined to prove myself worthy of the bite and the spear, preferably with a full belly. My nature is that though darkness closes fast, I will not lose, I will lose neither my hope nor my plucky can-do attitude. And my allegiance is I'm born to one family, sworn to another, but the closest is the family that I choose. Okay. I think that that gives a very, a very clear overview of who you guys are. And so let's get moving and let's start. Glenn, can you tell me the name of your uh, village? Oh crap, I didn't actually name the village. Um, sure, it's uh, High Thicket. Yeah, it's set on the top of this knoll. Good visibility all around. Mixed village. About half halfling, half other races though. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's what we're gonna, that's kind of where the stories kind of starts. So. I like that name, by the way. Thank you. It seems cool. All right, you, Yorokas, and Adric. Yep. You guys are coming from this big, important harbor that it's called Raven Harbor, all the way to the uh, west. And you were reached out by this important, at least in your story, in your family, in your, in your history, person. For you, was a mentor. For you, was a person of knowledge. A very person, uh, important person that visited your home, or for you, your, your cousin was uh, it's a very famous person among a very your people. Okay. His name is Nevin, and that's the name of the mentor. He reached out to you guys to help them travel and go north to reach this famous safe heaven, which is called Reth Bionad. This safe heaven, it's uh, very secluded. Very hard to uh, reach Elven Fortress, Elven Village, which is none of you ever seen. Uh, maybe Yorkas, you've seen maybe pictures on books, or you know, maybe some, maybe even you might have been there, or when you were when you were very young, mm -hmm. talking about millennia ago. <laughs> yes, of course, yeah. And uh, and they, he, the only thing he mentioned is that it's important to go there because council will be held there. He wants to get there, and he's afraid that probably himself, uh, he might put himself in that peril. And he wants to make sure that he gets there. So he asks for your help. And, um, uh, yes. Sorry, Nick. Actually, so I have the lore master background. That allows me to ask for interesting rumor, piece of lore, or historical fact about a place that I've never been before. What do, what do I know about Lethrionag? So you know that there is a very famous Star Elf wizard. His name is Edrael, and he kind of is kind of running the place. Oh, he's, he's he's the more wise, and and often you know he is the 
person then with the most knowledge of the past and if, if whenever there's an important advice to be asked generally he's the one that everybody goes to like a village uh, elder yeah yes exactly and you also know that this village is famous for i mean legends that you've read about this medication or they're able to create with this very rare wheat that grows around there and it's a, it's a mixture of weeds and and berries that only elves grow there and and not you know mixture in some alchemy and magic with what you know what, what the legends say so you you know that also there is another very important you know the warrior very the warriors are very brave and very well trained that's that's the general knowledge that you might know more than anybody else. Okay. Thank you. No problem. Okay, the first part of the trip is from Raven Harbor all the way to Heat. I'm sorry, what's the name of the of Heat Ticket, right? High Thicket, uh, I think it was, high, wasn't it? High Thicket. High Thicket. Yeah. That, that germinates quite safe. You guys stay on the main road. And after a couple of days of traveling, you start to, to spot these uh, village from the horizon, it's very high in the hills. And uh, toward the, the afternoon of the second day of, of traveling, you are uh, finally in your way to your first uh, stop. You reach high at the end of the day, close to the sunset, and the wolf guard is patrolling the area and welcomes you to the, to the um, village because they immediately recognize Nevin, which is a person who travels all across the, the area, across the, you know, the region, and he's a friend of the village. You, you guys are invited as his escort to dine in the longhouse. There is uh, sitting on top of the, on top of the, um, top of the hill. And uh, even though it's fall, the temperature can quite drop in this area, so a nice warm meal around a nice fire and classic, you know, stories or exchange anecdotes and, and a legend from the past, as often happens around these fires, around this time of the year, are exchange. And I think it's that point that Nevin talks to the uh, chief of the Wolf Guard and asks if, if he's willing to volunteer one man to join the group. The, the chief immediately looks at you, Garvald, and and you notice that between the chief and Nevin, there's like a, they look at each other like they know something else, something more. There is like a, like an exchange of, you know, eye to eye, that there's something beyond just that you can take him. He might have talked about you with him, especially regarding that mark that you have on your shoulder. And Nevin nods his head. He says yes, he said. And and he come come close to you and, and says, "Are you willing to to embark in this journey, Garvald?" Garvald, who um, is actually like heavily involved in preparing the meal and the food that's being served at the fire, because every member of the Wolf Guard has something that they do uh, for the community as well. They're not just warriors. That's not. There's not enough resources for this community to run that way. So he's heavily involved right there at the cook fires, working on both on the pottage and, you know, the mutton and everything. But he takes off his apron, 
and steps forward. I knew this day would come. Being born with the mark, I knew. So absolutely, I would be honored to step forward and set off with you. Navin gives you a very strong pat on the back and, and I said, you are, your presence now be welcome. A member of the Wolf Guard, it's always a guarantee that things can be safer. Very well, just to, I'm gonna just quickly close the day and you guys, your meal, warm around the fire, fall asleep, and you wake up happily, well rested. Whatever, you know, how rest you can be on a hardwood um, floor, but you guys are used to worse than that. Maybe not, not you, Europas. You're used to very, very soft mattresses. Well, th- uh, thankfully, I only need to spend half that time actually sat on my yeah. backside, and the other yeah, exactly. half I will spend doing productive things. So, the morning, it's a very fresh, brisk morning. And Nevin and, and the guard, the chief, the chief of, the, of the wolf guard, they're going over the plan. Okay, so what is the route, the best route to reach the northern part of these free journey? They, they open up a map, and there are, there is north, going north, there are first very high mountains, everybody knows that. And Nevin says, uh, points, a point, uh, points a specific area in these mountains where at the, at the, at the base of the mountains uh, is uh, the uh, village of Let Rionag it's located. So in order to reach that, your first stop, it should be like a five days travel. And your first stop is into a, into a homestead that it's just one day north. And there you can rest and then embark to the hardest part of the journey, which is uh, should last three to four days, and then it will take you to, you You have to cross a very, very important river. Very big river, the water flows very fast. I'm sorry, sometimes I don't have the word in English. No, the word ain't that, I have sometimes another word in English. So the water is very fast, very hard to cross. There is no bridge to cross that river, which makes the northern part of, the, of this area even more secluded. That's probably why the elf choose that. And uh, they should, once the main obstacle is going to cross that river. There could be another passage, uh, which take, would take less time, but it's much, much more dangerous, which is just to go, basically, to go into the mountains and cut off and then come down. If we can follow the mountains and basically be above, north of, of the village, the office, the, the, sorry, in the north of that region, and easier to come down. It's the faster route, but it's very dangerous because not only it's in the mountains and already probably some snow hit that part, there might be creatures and, and perils and, and beasts. That dangerous wildlands. The wildlands. So the, the easiest part is to cross the river that is coming down from this mountains and reach the village, reach the uh, safe heaven. I hope I, I explain myself. I hope yep. I, I explain myself well. All right, Nevin says probably the best way to do it is to go reach the homestead and and talk to the people there and see what they think is the best route to take. Probably is the one crossing the river. It's longer, but it's the safest. All right, in order to reach the hem- the homestead, there is a there is a short path that goes through a little wooden area, 
and uh, you guys leave in the morning. Uh, beautiful day, as I said, risky air, a little bit of wind. It's optimal condition to travel. You guys- Do we have any pack animals or anything along those lines for gear, or is it all? Gear up, and for for just one, you have your horses. You have your horses. You guys have your own horses. You can easily store up to two or three days of food and rations on your horses and in your backpacks. The first day, you can easily just pack for two or three days and, and refill yourself when you get to the homestead and restock there for maybe other two, two extra days. Garvold shows up for the, the departure that morning with an entire cast iron set of cookware, and he's just <laughs> looking to make sure he has somewhere to put it. Makara will rise early in the morning after getting set to leave, hopefully leaving himself at least an hour or so before departure, and he will basically walk about and seeing where he can lend hand with any mundaling healing or, you know, perhaps even teaching, you know, some herbalism or basically being helpful to the people of High Thicket, his means of kind of paying them back for their hospitality. Just, you know, whoever their local healer is sharing, trading uh, information, secrets, techniques, even sharing from what I may have for healing herbs for different things that they may not have native to this area. Yes, you uh, you came across Mother, there is work for her son that has a very high fever for the past couple of days. The local healer, local healer, local healer is there and he cannot figure out how to lower the, the fever. And you prepare from your from your from your little bag. You take out some berries and a couple of beads, you mix them together and prepare um, like a, like a, some sort of uh, tea for the young boy and right before you guys are about to set and leave, the boy seems to do a little bit better already and his fever seems to be more stable and he stopped being delirious. So the woman is very grateful and you feel like some sort of give back to the community that just helps you. Fear not, madam. Your child will, will do well. He'll go strong. The heat of the of the of the fever will is breaking. The woman seems very very grateful, and the healer you exchange the healer some very gorgeous, and he can see for you how. And he now is going to look for the things that you were having that he has to go and search a little bit more further out of the of this high hills. Starting your journey, and you are in the middle of the woods. So every every one of you is going to roll perception roll. So if you go on your on your, uh, you'll see perception. It's under uh, robbery. Okay, and this oh. is a a D one hundred, correct? So D one hundred. Remember, these rolls are open ended rolls. So if you roll a ninety six and up, you're gonna re roll again and add the second roll to the to the ninety six and up that you just. Did. And we are adding the total at the, the in the total, total column. Exactly. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Sixty That's... for uh, Garavald. Uh, so I rolled a five, which gives me a forty-five. <laughs> one hundred and nine in total. Woo-hoo. 
How much? Uh, what is the total? Did you send? One hundred and nine. One zero nine. Well, he is the best of us. <laughs> I'm so glad to be proving that. Locarno? Maybe. How about 112? Oh, god damn it. <laughs> I had to show up the Star Elf. But, Nick, help me out. Haven't I got like a two times multiplier? I think there's a special rule somewhere. I think. Uh... <laughs> I, it, well, you know what? You, you want just to prove that you're humble so you don't worry yourself by four points. Yeah, I actually, I actually got 113, but then I was like, you know what, I'll let someone else take this one. Let's see if he sees it. Let's see if he sees it. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I feign okay. ignorance. But uh, Yorka and Locarno raise their hands while you guys are walking through the, uh, through the woods. And uh, you guys get on your fighting stance, taking your weapon out. For the sake of the combat, since you guys are in a wooden area, you wouldn't be smart to fight on horses. So you probably all jump off your horses unless somebody has something against what I'm saying right now. Everybody's off the horses with your no, arms. Garibald would definitely slip off of his horse to ready his shield and his spear. Yeah, the terrain is a little rough. I mean, unless you, you're like extremely talented in, 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 in using your horse and fighting, I wouldn't suggest you. He'll take a minute to loop the reins of his pony over a nearby branch. But... I will do the same. Um, I will make sure my crossbow is loaded and then put it on the back of of the horse as I pull an arrow out and ready my longbow. So can I know uh, can I know which uh, weapon everybody each one of you has? Uh, Lucardo, starting with you, what weapon you have? I am going to go with my hand axe, and I'm going to have a javelin stuck in the ground next to me. What about you, Yorgas? I have a uh, target shield in my, let's be different, in my right hand, and then I have a heavy mace in my left, and I'm very much broad-shouldered right at the front. I take a couple of steps forward before my, my colleagues just take a solid stance. Sh- shield and mace, you said? Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Garibald. Garibald has uh, Bitch's Bane, or Visca's End, in one hand, which is a short spear, but the the head is like pitch black, and has this. Except shiny. for the edge is shined. And he's like as um, a wolf head. And, kind and of. it has. I was going to say it has the the skull, oh. den right below it. Pretty cool. So of like the skull of, of Visca. The point of the, the, the short spear comes out of this core like it was mm. coming through this hole. And he has a, a round tartan shield almost as you know like a scottish tartan shield or a, a norse tartan shield almost as big as he is it definitely covers shields him all from like knee to shoulder knee to neck with a little half moon cutout on one side to be able to brace the spear against for thrust mm-hmm. and he Very does cool. not see seeing uh Yorikus's desire to step forward and meet the whatever threat is coming and knowing that not being the first guy swung at, it's the best chance of surviving the battle. He happily takes up a position on Yorkus's left so that he could shift his shield to help guard him as well, but slightly behind him. Yeah, Yorkus, you kind of impress in a way that Garbald is rotating on his end with a spear with a very skilled uh, warrior. You can definitely see that 
they are mm -hmm. as good as the you know legend say about this wolf card mm, you feel like you have a, a valid warrior next to you but still like you kind of uh, get into the uh competition let's see finally have some maybe good competition i don't think so but <laughs> of course, I'm also barely waist high on you, or barely above waist high on you, so that might be make me a little bit more diminutive and uh, impression as well. Yeah, a, a flash of a, a flash of intrigue does wash across my face, but now is not the time to uh, indulge in those in that folly until we've uh, secured the location. Another beside you, Garavold whispers, "What do you see?" Well, I'm going to tell you what he sees in a second, Edric. Yeah. Again, the crossbow is kind of laid on the saddle of of my of the pony that I've been riding, and I have my heavy bow knocked with an arrow, and I'm peering over the halfling's shoulder while trying to keep cover behind the tower shield, probably about 10, 15 feet behind them, so that I can use his cover. But scanning the scanning the forest line for for what's going. On. So you have the crossbow. The crossbow. The, the, the crossbow is like loaded and on the back of my horse, so that okay, if for okay. some reason I lose my bow, I can run back. I have a second weapon loaded uh, but I, I hoped you made it into a mobile ballista <laughs> <laughs> not yet not yet not there yet no, I didn't he have that much he has a remote he just has yeah. a remote yeah. <laughs> uh, you hear so you see a little bit of movement in front of you in the forest and that capture attention trace on the floor on the footstep on the, on, on the, on the floor of the forest that are definitely not your horses, and they are too fresh to be from someone that passed here days ago. Also, you were not aware of any anybody going northbound from the uh, village, so it does talk, it, it does struck you that something is happening. Okay. And while you all of you are looking into the forest, you hear a zip through the air and an arrow cross above you and clearly targeting that you guys all turn your heads around <laughs> and it seems to be hidden by a by an arrow on his arm and uh, he falls on the floor alive but you all your warrior skills and your training experience tell you that something else might come out of the woods so better take your bed and then and then and then concentrate on on heaven unless somebody that can, yeah. can um can I determine the location or broad location yes. of where you know you exactly saw what it comes where it's coming out from uh, in, um, in which case then can I I'll shuffle I, I, I was just about to reply to Gar when he asked what do I see before the whips through the air in which case then I kind of I, I shoot a glance over to the location, the origin of the arrow, and start to shuffle like both of us to be in between Nevin yeah, and the origin. Like both. And then I will whisper to Gar, maybe uh, protect. What is it? Protect the merchandise or the the quarry or something like that. You did your effort in order to protect. Okay, 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 okay. I see what you're saying. Um, we kind of put ourselves because Gar did follow his his lead. We put ourselves between the attacker and Nev Nevin. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's fair enough. I'm sorry. Let's rewind then. And uh, clearly direct to him, but hits the side of your shield and uh, bounce off. But you immediately recognize that something it's going against your precious measurements, as you put it before. For what you can see, four 
Threadcaps. Threadcaps are sort of a, a goblins, humanoid kind of picture of a goblin with this like a very blood color red hat. And they, they come out, they're very short, very bony, and they have their spears in their hand. And there's, you can see four of them, mainly melee weapons, mostly short spears. And there is one, this seems to be the chief of them, that has the bow. And he's not a, a, a red cap. In which case, then I will reply to Gar as we still maneuver ourselves into a, a tactically uh, better position. I will say, is it is it four including the boss, or is it four red four caps? Four plus and... the boss, and the boss. Okay, cool. Mentioned that it's riding a wolf. Okay, cool. So then, as we reposition, I'll relay that to Gar and just say there are four despicable red cap vermin, followed by the some kind of leader. And then I, I say, of which he'll be mine. But God, it's time to prove yourself. So, oh, um, and I was figuring maybe this would be easy enough for you. I just go sit down. <laughs> so what I picture in my head is that and and Yorkas are kind of facing forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, meet with, the charge. Yeah, with and Edric kind of yep. on their sides. Maybe Lucarn a little bit further, like like right behind them. Meanwhile. Edric gets in the back lines yeah. if he wants it. And uh, using the horses as a wall from the back. So if somebody comes from behind you, has to go through the horses first, it would be advice for them either, you know, getting ahead or running away. And between you, your group, the horses, there stands Nevin, which is not, you know, he's not like a old senile person. He can defend himself probably. So. It is not that, but you guys, you know, tend to be protected with him because he looks very old. But most likely he can defend himself. So the way it works in Against Dark Master, there's no initiative role. The way it works, it goes by the length. So there are faces, bows, and preparing a spell goes first. Uh, and then you have, and then you have the melee action. So just um, I'm gonna when you have a melee exchange, the longest weapon goes first between the two, and in case you have the same, the highest attack bonus goes first. So the first thing we have to do is declare our actions. You guys go first. Just remember that this is the order. Spell goes first. Spells need to be prepared, otherwise you're gonna uh, have penalties when you cast a spell. Uh, and then goes range phase and then a melee phase. And then there's gonna be another, then it's gonna be another, if you have, if you prepare the spell that you wanna cast in the same round, at the beginning of of this round is gonna go up last. So you prepare and then you cast. A quick question on that, if I may. I vaguely remember seeing in the rules about like half, you know, some spells are a, a bit quicker than other spells if they have an asterisk. So can I cast that and still attempt to hit somebody, I think? So that would be, you would combine action. So it requires a half action. So you could technically mix, you can technically mix. So the instance, instantaneous spell, so the asterisk, as a half set, half action. You can combine two half action, but combat, it's, it's just the one full action. And so you can do a full action and a half action, but both are at a minus so you can 20% do, you can do penalty, a, yeah? 
Oh, I you, see. You you can get yeah you would get penalties. You would get minus twenty minus thirty on the spell and minus twenty on the combat. Okay, cool. Yolo. Right. You need to load your weapon for do to do a range attack. If you wanna cast, so it depends on the, the weapon. But if you can cast in the same round, and that is it's according to the type of um, range weapon you have, we can go for that later. If you're able to cast the same round, you would ca you can load your uh, range weapon at the beginning of the round, the phase A for the range weapon, and then cast at the arrow at the end of the round. So, but you would do that with a minus twenty. And you can do that with a short bow, and you, I don't remember which other weapon, but what kind of uh, range weapon do you have, uh, Locarno? Javelin. Um, Let me see I if was, javelin can be... Yeah, I was thinking the javelin, but I wasn't going to spell. I was actually going to throw the javelin, and then when they come in, then be able to hit with the hand axe if they get as far as my level. Is that a possible combination, or do I still have negatives to that? For this round, you would just throw your javelin, and also... You would destroy your javelin and you could, if you want to take position in the combat, then if you want to take a strategic position, let's say that you want to, if you want to cast your javelin, take the other weapon that you're probably ready already. You said you had the javelin ready. So let's say you take the javelin, cast the javelin, and then with the mace that you have in your hand, take a strategic position in the combat. You can do that, but you would take a minus 20 on your javelin. If you just want to throw the javelin, you can do that at the... You've already had the javelin on the floor already, so I will let you do it at the beginning of the round if you want, with no penalty, but that's all you can do. Maybe you can, maybe if you want, you can move and stay next to them. One important thing to remember, guys, is that you can take whatever you have, uh, you know, you uh, have, you uh, pick a weapon, a melee weapon. For example, you have the mace, okay? Your mace, mace steals, you have a total, right? That's your attack bonus, okay? If you can decide to use that instead of attacking to add it to your defense. That's very important, very important. In order, especially in the beginning, when you want to assess how good the enemy is, it's always good to defend so you see how good they are and how hard they hit you. So yeah. you, can, you can try to find the right leeway for you to then, you know, try maybe try the first round to, to defend with everything to see how well they hit you. And if, you know, defending with everything, it do still do a critical to you. It might, you know, you might guess might have to maybe try to think to fleeing or I don't know. But in the beginning, try to assess the situation. Don't go just, you know, yeah, attack with your full. Boost to the wall, yeah. But you can defend only with, you can do this for moving a certain amount of points from your attack bonus and add it to your defense only with melee weapon. You can't yeah. do with, with range weapon. Yes, okay, cool. If, if the uh, designer and founder of a game is telling you something's very important, you can be <laughs> sure that I am going to uh, take that advice yeah, immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So no one brought the smart guy in. <laughs> so yes, that's, and of course that, that would apply only to the Skill bonus of the weapon you're using sure. right now. So if you have a shield bonus, if you on the on the chart of the the, the shields, may give you a certain defense bonus that it's given in there. Uh, and also the SWE sweet the swift swiftness, it's your defense. 
So whatever you have a swiftness, basically, is going to be your defense. Plus, if you decide to remove points from your attack, you can add that to your defense. Plus, if you have a shield bonus, you can add that to your defense. That is going to go against my roll. And whatever is left over, we'll see what is going to be the critical. That's, that, it's pretty, you, you, you know, it's easier just to play in that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. action declarations. Yorkas, you're going to cast your instantaneous spell? Uh, so what I, what I would like to do then is cast uh, Battle Awareness as part of the hero Heroic Defense law, which will give me a 20 plus bonus to assessment rolls. Okay for one round i've just seen the duration but hey ho in for a penny and then if i may i'll do the full defense turtling shield wall i want to stand as a bastion against this ward. so it would have made sense it would have made sense for you to then assume you uh recognize something was happening that you cast the spell so i will give i will let you cast the spell Right before this ah, exchange stops. Understood. Yeah. Because, it, you know, guys, it's round, it's not like, it's not, <laughs> the life is not like that, you know, it's mm -hmm. divided into specific. You would, of course, you know, it's a very low cast, a very low spell. Most likely you would cast in advance, so they give you 20 plus 20 assessment phase, which I'm going to let you roll in a second, then we'll see what happens when you roll cool. that. Yeah, otherwise, just shield ball, and that's me. And then you're gonna be, you're gonna just hold your de defense and stance. Okay, let's go in order of position. Garvald, what are you gonna do? Garvald is going to hold his position, seeing the defensive stance of uh, Yorikas. He's gonna hold his position to Yorikas's right so that he can kind of overlap a little bit of Yorikas's thigh and waist with the edge of his shield that he's crouched behind. He's going to pull 25 from his attack to put onto his defense to keep the shield mobile, but he's got his spear resting in the crook, ready to stab at the underbelly of whatever lands on his spear, on his shield. Okay, okay. So he's still going to make an attack. Okay, perfect. Volcarno. I'm going to go ahead and throw the javelin at whichever enemy seems to be in front. Whoever's in the lead, that's the one that's going to catch the javelin. So you're gonna then, you're gonna uh, you're gonna use your then I will the just, closest enemy that you have in front of you. Correct. And then I'm just gonna I'm not okay. gonna do anything specific defensively, other than I'll just ready myself for the next round. Okay, perfect. And Edric. Yeah. I am not abiding any of these fools that are charging us now, these orcs on Wolfback. So I want to cast Mind Control Sleep on them, which will allow me to go ahead and up to four levels of sentient humanoid creatures can fall deeply asleep. I don't want to fight all five of them. I want to fight as few of them as possible. So you're going to cast... When you need to prepare, you need you need to. Uh, I, I, need, I need them to be within thirty meters of me. So once they're no, no, once no, they're no. within. Which phase of the, you're gonna you wanna if you wanna cast your spell now as soon as before everything happens you're gonna have a, 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 a huge amount of penalties. Uh, yeah, I would, I'd rather not. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to do it at penalty. I want it to be as effective as possible. You might want to use this round to prepare the cat, the, the, yep. the, the, the spell and cast at the beginning of the next round. So yep. you guys are going to take a little bit of hit, but probably it's going to be for the best since your spell would be more effective. Um, yep. Okay, perfect. Can you roll your assessment roll, please, Yorikas? Uh, yeah, D100, yeah? Yes. 
And what pluses go on to that? If Are any. you going to add a plus 20? Because mm-hmm. of my spell. Aha! Because of your spell. And you should add also the your perception. Ah, lovely. Okay, I'm glad I chunk, chucked a rank in that before we started. That's paying dividends. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> Let me just do the maths here real quick. I oh, know, it's not too bad. And then the plus 20 actually brings it up to 87 total. <laughs> okay, so... You remember before when I said that... So you, when before you placed yourself in a way that was you deflected the arrow? Mm-hmm. So you roll an 87, that's a partial success. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to rewind that again. It went from hitting to not hitting, and now mm-hmm. one of the horses. So oh, shit. One of the horses <laughs> has been hit by the... Of course, you guys put the net in, you know, as I said before, you're using yeah. horses as a wall. So when you see this error, for you, it was an immediate instinct to just raise your... Ting! Deviated the, the error. Avoiding hitting Nevin, but hit one of the horses. Is it my uh, horse? So there's four horses. Let's roll. Roll roll one d10 and divide it by. I mean, one, two is gonna be yeah. Nevin, one, uh, two, three is gonna be Edric, four, five, your horse. Four, 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 five. Five. <laughs> four, four five. I have it in order here. <laughs> so I have, uh, have uh, uh, the, in the list, I have you third, so you wouldn't be four, five. So you're uh, here. You're, you, I mean, that's part of the partial success. You lose something. Indeed. Okay. You well, and, uh, <laughs> when that happens, Gar, you do hear me curse in Elven under my breath, uh, trying to hide it, but because <laughs> um, you're so close. The horses has been hit on his butt, and that causes for the horse to run away. The horse. Having uh, learned by now that you definitely want to be the best at everything, Gar chuckles and says, come on, that was like a one in a million deflection right there. That's pretty good. You basically, your assessment roll allows everybody to not be ambushed here because, mm-hmm. you know. Awesome. Uh, uh, Edric, yeah. every round you prepare, you can prepare up to four rounds. You get a, you get a plus 10. So Plus 10, okay. Plus so 10. Just, the, just the one round, you'll be fine. So yeah. this is going to give you the plus, going to give you a plus 10. Okay. And, and you're gonna roll plus ten, plus whatever you have on that skill to okay. have that, to be successful on this podcasting table. And just know that in order to be successful, you need to do fifty or more. So that's a pretty easy roll. Fifty, okay. Yeah, but you don't have right. to do, you, you don't, don't, you don't have to do it now. That's, that's, oh. you're gonna do next the round. first yeah, one yeah. next round. Yeah, cool. Okay, then we have you guys don't tell me what happened. Okay, so the four the four redcaps are marching toward you. With their spears in the in their in their hands, and uh, you can see that the orc on the back with the, uh, that is riding a wolf is taking a motor arrow from the from his back and clearly aiming the same way he was. He has is very is a big figure, even bigger, riding this huge wolf, and uh, he was wearing <clears throat> a metal armor, and his head. Um, he said he has a wolf skull. That's a, kind of some sort of a helmet that he's, that he's wearing. Okay, gonna, so two are going to come your reach. You said you're going to defend with 25, right? Defending with 25, and You yes. have a short spear, right? Mm-hmm. It's a short spear. I do. 
Length is long. So what is their attack? So what is the total of your attack? So minus 25, so whatever you have on the... Uh, what is the total on the, on the character sheet? What is the number? For pole arms, my total is 75. So, so take 25, 25 off, I'll So you go first first. still. You go first still. You have... Uh, you guys have the same weapon. Right? Oh, okay. But oh, I got you. You were figuring out attack order. Who goes first? You have a, a higher bonus right now, so you go first. Alright. So you can roll with the minus 25. So roll and... I did all right. 72 and 50 is 122. 122. And you said 122? So they have 25 in defense. So 22, 88, uh, 98, 93. So now I'm going to attack on the... And okay, so the on, on your weapon, you uh, have a, a, a main critical. What is the main critical you have? My main critical is... Primary critical is primary Pierce critical. on a short spear. Pierce. So I'm going to check. So you attack on the edge table, 92. And they have... A... So I'm checking. So right now, okay, just for the sake of the rules. You, you, you roll your attack, okay? Uh, your attack, I have to check. I have to, I have to calculate how much it's, you know, between the net defense, etc. So your uh, the total number was 93, right? So the 93, I'm gonna check 93 on the edge attack table, which is the attack table related to your to your short spear. So I'm gonna check that. I know what kind of armor they have. They have no armor right now. 93 hits for 11 hit points and a light critical. Okay. So now what you have to do, you have to reroll and the 100. And you add plus 77 mm-hmm. plus plus 10, 87. And there's gonna, I'm gonna check that on that primal critical table that you just told me. And I'm gonna read you uh, what happened. You said, what is the total again? 87. 87 plus 10, 97. Oh, 77 plus 10, 87. Uh, 87. Okay, major abdominal wound. If the target is armored, the bridge is not. Ouch. So, major abdominal wound. The, the uh, red cap comes to you jumping around in front of you. You've already seen this type of creature before. And when he's about to, you know, bl- bl- blow his, his hit uh, with a spear, he tried to hit you. You're right going to place your short spear in, in his, his abdomen. And he looks at himself scared and jump back and uh, kind of teach him a lesson there. Uh, they'll just be careful around the wolf party. Mm. Always go for the belly. Even if they limp off into the <laughs> woods, they'll die later. <laughs> Very good. Now, you, Yorkas, you're going to defend with everything? Or you, what did you say? I don't remember. You can defend. Yeah, yeah. It was the whole, it was the whole shebang. I'm not... All right. Okay. So you're just, just going to probably just parry. This doesn't hit you. Definitely so, doesn't. Now I need Locarno to roll. Locarno, you're gonna, you prepare your spear, you pick up your spear, you're gonna cast it at the end of this, at the end of this round. Sounds good. So I'm gonna do two more red caps, and then it's gonna be you, Locarno, and the other orc. That the one that just put, you know, the try to hit nothing through. Alright, another one, there is one red cap that is gonna try to attack you, another one, Yorka, uh, Yorkas, which doesn't hit you. 
one. Okay, this might hit Torvald. So I have 78 plus 35, 813. What is your defense? So you have uh, a 25? With the 25 I brought over, my defense right now is a 95. 95? How much do you have as Swiftness? 45. And I get a shield bonus of 25. Oh, perfect. Okay, there you go. Just, I'm sorry, Circle, just that seems uh, very high. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, let's see if I did my math right then. The way I had it is my swiftness started out as my highest, my second highest at plus 30. My Ken gives me a plus 15, so that gives me 45. Yeah. And, I, and you, have, you have a target ship, right? I have, that's the question. I, I chose based on the description, because I mean, for me, it's covering, you know, knee to neck. To me, a target shield was like a buckler, a small mm -hmm. thing on your arm versus mm -hmm. the big round Norse shield, which is as large as the size of a full-size shield. It's just circular instead of So I guess to most races, it'll be a regular shield, but to you, it's a full, it's a wall shield or whatever. <laughs> I, I just used it as a regular shield because yeah. the target shield is the small one. It's the full, yes. I just took it as a full shield. It's like a dinner plate for you uh, or for everyone yeah, else. Um... <laughs> I mean, I see what you're saying. I will happily adjust that if it should be the target shield, because the description in my Ken doesn't say full or target. It just no. says shield, spear, and shield. You can you can have you can have a full shield. Cool. Uh, it's just round. I mean, you have just a full shield that your your king made for you. I mean, a full shield that gives you that it, it is proportionate to whatever you want. Yeah. Sorry guys, this is just the first combat, so we're just right. going to Well, and more. explaining to us how it works is important, because we got to yeah, understand yeah. How, how it goes. You know, our next but, combat will be much worse. First combat is always the hardest, but you, <laughs> you, you never forget your first combat. So. <laughs> no, you never. <laughs> okay, and so you have uh, 45, uh, plus 25, and plus 25, yeah, okay. Okay, perfect. So they, they don't even, even scuff Okay, so now... We have He's quick with that shield. No, we have. Let's go with Lucarno. Lucarno, you can draw, you can cast, you can th throw your spear without a penalty because you told me before you put the, the, the javelin on the floor. It's not going to be a great throw. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a, a 23. 33? No, no, it's a 28. Uh, so the colonel rolls a 28 his uh, javelin, and uh, the javelin just the javelin just goes above the the, um, the red caps and falls into the <laughs> into the um, bushes behind. It becomes uh, terrain for whoever is flanking us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't hit a horse. He uh, could have hit a wolf. Now the the orc is going to have 98, so I will open-ended, so 98, I have to add another. Yep. Oh yeah, I think he hits me. Let's give him a plus. So you guys got to be stayed in front of him, right? He said. I'm going to give him a plus 25 because your your cuts, you were like using your body and you completely defended this, this round. So I can go that way. But I don't think that's 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 the way. Mom, the the orc was very committed. 
his uh, his crest and hitting Nevin. And Arrow, instead of hitting him on the head or on the heart, thanks to the your uh, presence of both Yorgas, Yorgas and uh, uh, Garibon, uh, hits him on the shore. So probably I was preparing uh, a spell at that moment, but he um, the Arrow hits him and he falls on the floor with some mourning and pain. But mourning in pain means that he's not dead. <laughs> so, um, at the beginning of the next round, we can have rolling his... Alright. Cool. Do we declare actions in the next round again? Uh, yeah, well, let me do this first and then we can, we can declare actions. Alright. Uh, so I am starting at a 30 and I rolled a 54, so that's an 84. So that goes, and so you, how many creatures falls asleep? Up to four levels, right? So four level ones, and I think these are all level one creatures, right? Yeah, level one creatures except for the orc. What is the orc? Is the orc a level two? Is the orc is not higher than that. Okay. Can I put his wolf to sleep? Yeah, so there's four red caps. Which one? It's a little incapacitated. Yeah, he gets stabbed in the belly. I'm not worried about him. Yeah. Okay. He's he's gonna die soon. So if I can get the three, if I can hit the three red caps and the wolf yeah. that the orc is riding, yeah. that's perfect. Yeah. So you can do that. Yep. You can. Uh, so the uh, the red caps in front of you will just fall a rock, four, and, uh, and you hear the uh, orc uh, screaming some cursing in his own language that sounds you know. Uh, very happy, and uh, he jump off. He jumps off the uh, jumps off the wolf and gives him a, a huge kick in the face, and uh, extracts his 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 takes off his long sword, and is ready to to fight you. So he goes in a fighting stance. Uh, so this is, I mean, we should declare the actions before, but I knew that he was going to 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 cast a, yeah. a, a sleep, so it would make no sense for you to, you know. Uh, yep. Waste your actions on on on, on sleeping red caps. Yeah. Unconscious dudes. Fair <laughs> enough. So we just make it, try to make it a little bit faster. That's what I'm saying. We can always do that. You know, when I know that something like that is going to happen, I know the chances are high that he's going to do it. You know, let's just make it faster instead of getting stuck in the rules. All right. Okay, so let's. We have trouble the... keeping up with us now. Do we fight or run? But remember that you have a wounded, a wounded, um, a wounded friend. And somebody made us a horse down. Fair enough, we're committed. Yeah. Alright, so let's go with... So you're done for this round. Yorikas, what is... You are the... Yorikas and Garval, tell me what you guys are going to do. Some, is someone... In, I know that the belly got stabbed. If he didn't retreat at all, is there anyone else within... Like, in... No, are we engaged? There's, they, 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 seem on the, they seem out of combat right now. And the one on the belly... Let me see if he wants it. Okay. He has no will to stay. And he runs away. Okay, uh, Lucarno, Lucarno is telling me his action, and he, Lucarno, is gonna try to take care of Nevin. It makes sense that he immediately breaks flanks and uh, starts to try to heal. Lucarno, I will tell you after. Actually, no, let's, let's do Lucarno first. Lucarno, you wanna do that? Okay, tell me, you guys tell me your actions, and then I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell me your actions. Garvald is going to. However, closing works out, whether the orc charges us, we circle each other, but close with the orc, reserving again 25 for defense. 
and attack. Okay, are you going to are you going to keep a little bit higher attack this time, Yorkas? It's really two versus one at this point. I mean, it's your choice, but you can probably put twenty five percent if you want to have some defense. I don't know what's your defense, but you can put that twenty five percent of your attack bonus in defense. And how do you feel? Let me know. Yorkas is going to swing like a pendulum and go all out, like. I'll go all uh, out. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Very good. Very good. Very good. And uh, let's move one second really quick to Lucarno. You can, you, you break flanks and you sit down to, you sit down with next to Nevin and uh, try to remove the arrow. And uh, you can assess the situation by rolling a healing skill roll. That would be a 77. He's still my friend. I will address your wound. All right. So you sit next to um, Nevin. You managed to remove uh, with your. You managed to remove the arrow, but the arrow—it's um, forging a way that, as you remove it, more flesh gets open, and the wound gets larger, causing him to scream in pain. You did a partial success. That's going to happen. And uh, but you managed to remove the arrow. However, as you remove that and the, the blow to start to uh, uh, pulling out the wound that you immediately address by hacking it, that the arrow is it's covered with this like black, black sticky, you would assume poison, that you have never seen before. You have never seen anything before, you've never seen the reaction, a bubbling resent reaction that the blood is doing when in contact with this black, uh, sticky mm -hmm, kind of plasma, like very thick liquid. A very thick liquid and like goo, black. And uh, you are very surprised. And that's it for your round right now. Let's go with the with the of our two friends, brave friends, Yorkas and Garvald. So Yorkas, you have a mace. Garvald, you have a short spear. It doesn't matter who, and he has a long. Let me see who has the longest uh, weapon. I think the short spear and the long sword are both long, though, right? I have a long, the short spear is long, mm -hmm. and the mace is short, right? Yes. Did you say it again? Revolts is 50 at the moment because he took 25 off for defense. Alright, so the actual orc goes first. The actual orc goes first and attacks you. You are the first, the more, um, the more threatening. Bigger, bigger target. Yeah, yeah, come on, step up. Yet nobody notices the little guy drops him for drops the first one. No, they always see that big guy. So I roll a hundred and thirty-three minus your defense, which is I think my melee defense is thirty because of the shield and my sweet. Hundred and three. Oh, this guy is gonna dig me over. And okay, what kind of weapon do you have? What kind of uh, what kind of um, armor do you have? Oh, uh, the uh, breastplate, enameled breastplate. There are four type of uh, weapon, four type of defense, and NA, which is no armor, light armor. The medium, or... sorry, medium. medium. Okay, so because that offsets the amount of damage you do. Oh, thank you. Uh, all, was... all the armor does. It's the the heavier the armor, uh, the, the 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 later they're gonna hit you, the highest they need to hit you. So okay, good. So you said um, you have a medium armor, right? Yeah, yeah. And My glorious-looking star elf breastplate, which is ostentatious. 
with stars and, and, and like constellation and yeah, and, and my name on it at least three times in four different languages. <laughs> so you um, you get ten points. And, okay. Uh, and ten and a critical super um, superficial critical. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be um, Shouldn't be I'll take that, that's fine. So much for you to take. So 52 minor form cut, 4 damages. You just, you know, get 14, 14, 14 hit points. Ah, uh, okay, because they cut and, in the forearm as well, and, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you're stunned. So you cannot attack this round anymore. You want to be able to, yeah, next face you're going to be able to attack me, but um, anything you do now, it's a minus 50%. So if you Cool! Can, <laughs> then you cannot attack. In, in which case then, in my, in my, I try to, you know like when a drunk person tries to pretend they're not drunk, um, <laughs> I am doing that to Gar and will just say like, this one is, I'll leave to you as I'm but like... But did you, did you put the bonus of the shield? Yes, it's plus 15. Ah, uh, plus 15, um, but you have, you have a medium armor, which is offset a little bit. Deep. And then plus, plus 15 to, for my SWE, it's 30 in total, and then medium armor. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, could have, it could have been worse. You only so get a little target shield? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you, thank, thanks, to, you know, thanks to gods, you have a very valuable guard of the wolf guard next to you, and he's going to revenge you when you're a little cut on the board. Maybe. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, very long. Big money, no whammies. Ninety-seven. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now your ninety-seven is open and the roll. So you roll again and add to the ninety-seven. Does that stack, by the way, Nick? So if I uh, if... five. How much? Five. Five. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> So, you, so if, uh, he, if he'd rolled another 97, would he keep yes. rolling until... Yeah. No. You, there is a, I don't think there's a limit. That's open-ended gaming. Yeah, yeah. Open ended yeah, rolling, you know. That's how you get that crit that takes the troll's head of clean off. Nice. But there's also, if you roll one, from between 1 and 5, you have the same yeah. thing. So sure. 97 yeah. and 5 is 102 plus 50 is 152. 152 minus his defense which is versus defense, which is 30. So, six in moderate. So you're gonna roll a uh, plus 20 on the critical, on the critical uh, For that one I've got, I can't see it, 18. 18 plus 30. Uh, Minus scratch the form, two damages. If the target is unarmored, but he's not, he's armored. Oh no, he's unarmored. Okay, he's stunned. But he's gonna, he's, he's, he already attacked, so the stun doesn't attack. Alright, new round. What are you gonna do? Did, um, did your, did... Yeah, Locarno Did Yorkus attack? He's stunned, he can't. Oh, he's stunned, so he lost his attack. That's right, I forgot. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Yeah, he, he's stunned, so he can't, he can't attack the next one. 
So if they've already acted that round and you get the stunned effect, it has no effect as opposed to carrying over? Basically, the effect of the stun ends at the same phase this the following round. To make it quickly, to, to, to make it easier to explain, just that if, you, if you're about to attack, you're not going to attack this round. If you already attack, you're lucky. Uh, you, the stun is not going to have any effect on you, except that until it's your round, your turn again, next the next round, you're going to have minus 50% any action you do. So if you try to do okay. anything, but generally, we try to simplify in a way that you don't get into a stun lock. Because yep. it's very annoying that a player can spend the whole combat just being stunned. Yep, gotcha. Try points that you re-roll a failing roll and add plus, and it has a several benefits. Right, but and how do you earn, and can you earn more drive points during you, the you, session? You, you earn more drive points by mm, playing your passion. Whenever it comes up that your passion is involved in the game, you get you get a drive point. If you if you if if the the wolf was about to attack you. And you would kill it with your spear, you know, a wolf spear. Or let's say you are assessment roll when you have to fight Hitching. Let's avoid an ambush. It could be a potential drive point. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Something like that. But of course, you, there's, it's not mechanic, it's more played. You know, it could be that, you know, a very important combat, there's a wolf involved and that prevents something. I can give a drive point. It's not that every time there's a wolf. There is no mechanic to it. When you feel we earn one. Yeah, you have to earn it. But, oh, Locarno saved the village boy. Yeah, do, you, do you mean because you want a, a drive point, Locarno? I was just asking if that would if that would count. Or well, potentially. You, like, you, I, uh, I mean, do you, uh, you have any passion that is... Yeah, I mean, your my, passion the is passion the every life saved, every good deed is done in, the, in their honor. Ah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, potentially, yes, that would be a drive point. So you would have three, Locarno. You have three drive points now, because I was giving two drive points to everybody before you have you have three drive points. So drive points, um, just to go over really quick what they do, because they're very helpful in combat. You can spend one drive to reroll failed skill or attack or save roll bonus, and you reroll with a plus 10. You can reroll a critical stack. Critical stack that just happened to you. So let's say somebody's uh, rolling a, critical, a deadly critical st- strike. You can ask me to reroll it. If you have a five drive, you can spend them all together, and uh, you can put it one plus twenty. Uh, your critical strike roll. Anyway, whenever you want to use, it, tell me what you want to do, and I'll tell you what would be the most fit. But 
you know, on, on, on the rules of Ike 102, you have a chart that tells you everything. Uh, there is a new uh, round. Edric, what is your what is your game plan? Sure. So having put a bunch of the red caps to sleep, I want to wheel from behind the shield and draw with my bow and arrow, my 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 heavy bow, and take aim at the orc. Okay. So I give you two two options. You still have to, you know, grab the out of your horse, careful not to have it go off, and and shoot. So you, you can shoot first, like you can shoot right off the first at the beginning of the round with a minus mm-hmm. 20, or get your chance to prepare aiming and having the bow, uh, the crossbow aim right way, the gun can be set off, and then you just roll a regular bonus without minus 20. So you decide if you want to go immediately, or uh, you want to wait at the end of the round. So I'm, I'm not using the light crossbow that's on the horse, I'm using my hand heavy bow, but it would still be at a negative 20 because I cast a spell last round, so... Oh, so you still have to load it and, and... Yeah, so can I do that? Can I load it at the beginning and take a negative 20 at the end of the round to fire? The... What kind of weapon is that? It's a heavy bow. Heavy bow? You know, I'm going to let you... I'm going to let you, um, at the end of the previous round, you load. Yeah, you okay. Cast it, yeah. You, cast, you cast at the beginning of the round at the end. Yeah. You know. Okay, cool. You can cast out. But let me listen to your action first. Yep. Um, your cast... You are, your stun, it's over. You're gonna, you're gonna, you think you're gonna full fledge attack, right, Yorikas? Do you know what? Normally I'd be a bit reticent and wanna middle out again after taking a beating last round, but no, I will just try and womp this guy. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, Garvald, you do the same thing you did before 25 in defense and attack. Garvald is kind of watching the way that this yeah. guy is bobbing and weaving and thinks that after that last strike against him and the way that round went, he's kind of thinking the short guy might be more of a threat. So he's going to hold 50 for defense this time and only have a plus 25 on his attack. And that it's a good choice because most likely he's going to switch his attack to you now because he's quite pissed at you. And Locarno, you're still going to try to figure out what else is happening to uh, Nevin or you want to join the I am going to work with Nevin. I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. What spell are you going to cast? I'm going to cast uh, Clotting, which is my second level healing spell. You can cast second level spells because you're first level. Oh, I, th- I thought we could if we put two ranks into it. No, that, that eventually, are we limited level, level? You can, you, you, but you have to reach the second level to do that. There's two prerequisites: level and rank. Oh, okay. level and rank. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do a f- the first level healing spell then. Okay. All right. So you're gonna prepare the spell this round and cast at the beginning of the next one, so you don't get any penalties. Yes. Sounds good. Okay. Perfect. Correct. I think everybody has their actions, and we're picking up the pace here. And uh, let's go with the orc. No, who is the, f- the? No, you go first, Caramel. I lowered my attack skill even further now. Okay, so no, so the orc is going to go first. So the orc is probably still going to go first. He's going to go first. Uh, he's going to go first. 56, uh, plus 60, 100, and, uh, uh, but no, he's going to miss. How much you have? You have uh, 120 right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to miss. You can, you can uh, respond his blow. All right, so after sidestepping and deflecting his blow with, his, with the shield... Garavald comes swinging, ooh, 78, 
plus 25. So 103. 103 minus his defense, which is 30. No, you miss it. Okay, Yorkas, it's your moment to shine. Okay, so D100 to, to hit, yeah? Plus mm -hmm. my blunt combat one. Mm -hmm. yeah, that works. Okay, cool. And I know I have my drive, should I need to, but I don't need to in this instance. Nice. As that was in total 121. <laughs> 121, minus 30, 91, and uh, You got 8, 8. Uh, so he's, uh, so if you write down how many times, so 8. You do, you have a chance for a critical. Critical? Zero. So just you roll your critical strike. Just a regular roll. No opening roll. Just a, a D, just a D100? D100, yes. No modifiers. Fifty-one. Oh, uh, one stunned, but he already attacked, so nothing. Happened. Yeah, try try to attack attack him, but nothing. Happened. Okay, but uh, you hit him on the side. He he kind of feel the blow, but seems uh seems okay. But that actually, go ahead, Edric. You go ahead and you without any without any right. uh, penalty. All right. Okay. So I roll. That is a 95, 135, and a 95. You said the crit range is 96? 96, yes. Ah, oh, you son of a... Yeah, all right. So 130, you said, 135, right? 135. 135. You go for... Okay, 10 damage. Okay. And you roll the 100, so it's a, it's a light critical. So it's a, uh, D100 plus 10. D100 plus 10. 73. Including the plus 10, right? Correct. Direct shot to the chest. His arm. So direct shot to the chest. Four damages. Okay. He, he, you hit him right in the chest with your weapon. And these, all these um, wounds are accumulating and he start to become a little weaker and is, you know, stepping backward in a more defensive stance. He has a big tree behind him and the walls is still on the floor next to him. So he has only one direction to run away and he seems to go that direction. In the next round, he's trying to disengage you and probably run away. So the next round, you either finish him or he's you either start chasing or chase him but, oh, she want to take care of men. So, the next round, you guys have a feeling that he's about to flee. So, <laughs> not so um, cocky now, is he? <laughs> so, um, shot through the heart, and I'm to blame. So the, the, nice. round, the round is going to start with Okarna try to kill Nevin, and then I need to know the the actions from you guys, the two warriors, and uh, I mean the champion and the warrior, and then I'm going to hear from Edric. So, go ahead. Uh, Elf, what do you do? We are win. Um, Yarakas, Yarakas. I'm, I'm gonna... Uh, if you're looking like he's gonna run, I'm, I'm gonna wanna destroy these things, so no defense again, and just go all out. That's why I like it. There you go, Danilo. <laughs> Every wolf that gets away is one that could come back with another pack, so Garavald 
circles to cut off his escape, flanking him between us and attacking. Okay, okay. So you're gonna, you're gonna. He's still in reach for you. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if you wanna go around him and try to, to you know, block his escape way, you can do it, but you cannot attack him the same round. If this is what you're trying to do, mm. because he, he, you have the the wolf on your left. There's a big tree next to the wolf, and then there's him. It's like in front of you, so he's not gonna go the way. He's not gonna run away the way you are. So you, you should want to block his escape way. You have to go around the wolf and the tree behind him. So he gotcha. Got, but you okay. can do that. You can do that. But you're gonna you're gonna spend the whole round. I was envisioning us a little bit further away from the wolf in the tree, but I get it. Okay, then ignore the maneuver, and I am also going to just attack all out, trying to put him down. Okay, and uh, Edric? Yeah, same thing. So when I see them kind of uh, rush this hapless orc, I'm going to run up. Uh, I want to move into melee range and pull. I got a dagger in my belt. I want to pull it out and try to attack to uh, finishing touch on this thing. Very good. Which weapon you're using? I'm sorry, I have a dagger in my belt. Okay, so you're gonna extract the dagger, and you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. I, I'll let you do everything in the same way. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I can take the negative twenty on that too. I don't have a problem with that. Okay, I don't think that it should give you twenty. I always hate that. I mean, you are a warrior. You're trained. You should be able to do that. Mm. Uh, nah, he's a dabbler. He's only kind of good at stuff. <laughs> good enough to shoot him through the face. <laughs> yeah, you have to take that play. Bold words yeah. for a guy hiding behind a horse. <laughs> okay, let's go with... So the, the orc is not going to attack. So he's going to put everything in defense. So it's going to be harder to hit him, but he's not probably going to attack you. He's in a defensive stance. You usually go first, you know? But this time he's like... He's really trying to disengage you and run away. He might he might realize this is, is the end for him. So go ahead and you go first. Got it wrong. All right, here we go. Pretty crappy. I rolled a twenty-one plus seventy-five, so ninety-six. No, you missed it. Yorkas. Let's hope I do that better. Where's my character sheet here? I can't write down the middle. Do you know what? I'm going to use a point of drive. You're going to you use a drive point. So I you know. indeed. Oh, I should have. Oh, oh good idea. Uh, do, I have, do I have to use the new roll? I guess. So this is how the drive works in this kind of situation. If you fail the roll, you can re-roll. If you success in the roll, you're not going to re-roll. But if you okay, want to cool, do an so. advance, if you want to do an advance, you're going to have a plus ten to your roll. Okay, let me know then. If I tell you the, the maths, and we'll go from there then. Although I, f- I fear it's actually not going to do it because it's not far off of what it was before. So it's 97, so it's actually in total. No, that is not going to. That is not going to. That is not going to. Then, then in which the, case, I, w- I will use. But a no, point but to re-roll. no, hold on. 97. The total is 97. Correct. Okay, you can re-roll okay? because you've yeah. seen it. Yeah. We be a plus ten, huh? The plus ten. You can say it. Mm. You can say it. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. Hang on. Uh, 104 now. Cool. You, you still fail. Great. Total 104. Yep. Yeah, you still. I, I actually rolled less. Uh, oh. So. All right. So let's go to Edric. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So I'm running up and 
so that I know what to add to the thing here. My dagger um, and the skills used has both blades and brawl. Do I add those together or do I pick? Uh, you, you pick probably pick the highest one. Okay. All right. So uh, my blades is higher than my brawl. Come on, big money, no whammy. That is not a good. I will burn a drive because I got a fifty-one. So I will burn a drive point to reroll. With a plus ten. Yeah. That's done 97, so that's still not going to hit. Okay. The orc managed to defend your blows, and, and when he sees that he has a little bit of leeway, he just takes off and runs away. That gives you time to either follow follow him. First of all, that you feel that the red caps and the wolves are starting to waking up, so you have to address that issue too. So is either one of you going to follow him, or you guys stay behind and, and finish off? How far away is he? Because so I've got, so I've got my loaded crossbow that has a range of uh, twenty you meters. Know what? You know what? I let you try because hey. that's, that's, you loaded it for that. So I assume you. I loaded him. Right, you run back, and I'm going to let you use it. Minus twenty. All right. Minus twenty. All right. All right. All right. But he doesn't even see it coming, so does he get to add anything to his defense? No, I rolled a two. Oh, that's actually a critical fail. So, so you have to reverse oh, the open ended reversed. Uh, so you have to add, and uh, you have to roll and add it to that, and there's a whole table. Alright, so let's see, it would have been so negative 20, so it would have been a 22 plus 43, so what's that, 65? Oh, my hubris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and nothing happens. Uh, nothing specifically happens. You didn't break your bow. Or you didn't hit anybody. You didn't hit a horse. <laughs> you didn't hit a horse for sure. Sorry, Lady Long. This is gonna yeah. Be a good job for the That's not very day. nice, Lucarno. That's not nice at all. <laughs> so the the, the red caps are waking up and off as well. I'm assuming the Caldebon uh, Garvald. Is going to take care of the wolf immediately. That uh, would be my next declared action, yeah, is to move yeah, it. No, I mean, we're, we're just going to, we're just going to, we're just going to survive it. I mean, they're waking up, but they're not awake, so you guys have time to cut their heads off and finish them. I, there's no need for wolves. You, know, you, you put as soon as you see the orc running away, you realize that Nevin needs cures and help probably, and uh, you stick your spear into the wolf head, killing him immediately. Uh, no, um, Edric, I'm gonna go run do a run and finish the other three red caps before they ran away. <clears throat> and you all go to assess the situation with Locarno, that is uh, by Nevin now. Did you roll? Can you please roll for me uh, to cast your healing spell? I also give you, so you, this is, would be the third round. You, pre- you, you, you prepare, you, you taking all the time you want to prepare the spell. You get a plus 40. Plus your whatever you have the total one spell lore. So whatever you have in your spell lore plus forty. So I have a twenty-six on the die. I'm adding my spell lore. So that's gonna be I've got one rank there plus my wisdom. Is that correct? Yeah. So you have five plus your wisdom. I mean, all I wanted to know if you did an extraordinary Which success, is. but I mean, you succeeded in it because you just have 
You also have plus forty foot preparation. Okay. Right? Okay. For each weapons, did not did not include. Uh, right. So, you, so, you hang on. so that's. I don't think I got an extraordinary success, but. All right. Very good. You cast your healing um, spell on Nevin, and you start to. You know, saying words of like a sort of a prayer. You know, sort of literally. I'm gonna place my hands on either side of the wound, and just allow my energy to build and work its way from my hands in a slight glow into his body and into his wound, willing the the power of healing. And I'll simply say to them, be well, be healed. This world is made for better things than the damage and the destruction we have seen. I give unto you the blessings of this world. You, you put your hands around the one just as you described beautifully, and you feel that you do your best effort. You feel like you're succeeding, and you would have succeeded if this was any kind of normal poison. But you immediately realize that this is not a normal poison. You've never seen anything like that. You've never seen anything react like that. You, you came across many poison wounds, uh, snake bites, lethal spiders bites, and none of them look like that. You, didn't, you cannot recognize the origin of this poison. And by this point, it's when Edric came next to you and sit next to you, and both of you guys can roll, make a roll into uh, either Arcana or Songs and Tales. So wait, Ricardo, how much do you have in Arcana and Songs and Tales? I've got 40 in both. You got 40 in both. Okay, so... Wait, you have um, zero? Lucarno, you can try to help. Adric, so, Adric, you are the one that is somehow... You are the one with spell um, lore master? Yeah, I have a lore master, so... Let's put that in play. Yeah, yeah. All right, That's so... Uh, you can... Wait, hold on. Uh, I, need, I need to roll in order to help you and give you a plus 15 on your roll. If you are able to convey clearly what you've seen in this in this poison, you might help them understand better what it is. So that's yep. what is happening here. So I have 120 uh, on my Arcana roll. How much? 120 on my Arcana roll. A 30 total. 30 total. 30 total. So you roll. It's it's zero. I think. Oh, 120 total. Okay. Okay. 120 okay. total. There we go. All right, so you can actually have uh, you have uh, a door roll at Arcana, and so actually use songs and tales. It's more fitting here with a plus thirty total due to the fact that you have spell lores and you heard yeah. you know things about. Go ahead. Cool. Okay, so I rolled an eighty on the dice. I have a f- and you said songs and tales. Yes. Yep. Uh, so that's a forty. So one hundred and twenty plus thirty. That's one hundred and fifty total. Okay, assume you, uh, you, you touch the, uh, the poison with the, with the leaf, uh, you kind of grab it and start to observe it and see how it looks under the light. You know, a chill comes down your spine and you realize this is the famous legendary poison called Earthbane. And uh, you never heard of that. I mean, you've heard of that in legends, but you've never seen one in, 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 in flesh, or they're literally in flesh. 
and you immediately realize that there's only one thing to do, it's to speed you up, speed up as fast as you can and go to let Ryonag be safe heaven because yep. there and only there they can, you know, produce the healing antidote to help Nevin. However, yep. you know that this thing can kill in two days. So if you don't bring Mab in two days to safe heaven, you guys might lose. Yeah, I'll, I'll relay that and call over if if Gar and Yorikos are still meddling around with the red caps. Um, something along the lines of that we don't have we don't have time for that. Nevin must get to we must get to Lethrianag as soon as possible. Only their sages can save him. Now, do you guys remember how much time it would take you to get there? Yeah, longer than two days. Longer than two days, yeah. There is a shortcut through the mountains. Do you remember? It sounds like maybe we're going to have to take that that pass through the mountains. So the first thing you want to do, maybe it's reach the... uh, the, uh, Homestead. The homestead first. Assess your situation there. Maybe someone there can help you. Even maybe prolong, you know, maybe maybe give one or two extra days to Nevin slow down the effects of the poison and then that would maybe make you get the easier route but you know so i let you guys put so one first of all you lost one force the most valuable one probably yep <laughs> and uh, so one of you is going to share two of you is going to share a horse and one of one of you is going to be on a horse carrying that oh. i only count um, half a person when camping you know i'm sure i'm an easy co-rider Likewise. I will, in fact, do one better. And the only one in the party that has probably seen me do this before is Locarno. He is aware that I have the shape changer background in front of your eyes. Your uh, master wasn't aware that you had that. (laughs) (laughs) I turn into uh, a large hawk and basically camp on a tree branch. Not far. I'm sorry, did you tell me that? Or is it that can go, I thought I mentioned it. Perhaps I did. Oh, we didn't go over backgrounds. That's right. Oh, okay. We didn't right. talk backgrounds. You know what? I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, very good. Somebody's going to take your... My ride. Somebody's going to take your ride. Yeah. All right. Sorry, just I'm thinking of ramification of you being uh, woke. All right. So we can simplify this. You guys all jump when you're yeah. only... So you have enough force. One of you is going to carry Levin. He's a very light human being, so it shouldn't be a problem for any of you. So, I'll, I'll take him. Yeah, you you have no slowdown. And halfway through the... So you have half day left to get to reach the... Let's say you have four hours left to reach the homestead. Two hours in your horses. You, Patrick, are you gonna follow them from the top? Let's say a condor and go around them, or are you gonna go to the homestead and then come back? That's how, what, yeah, is, so what, is, what is the uh, how, how are you gonna I figure I will stay with you until we reach the homestead let's get there and see if we can get Nevin immediate help and then once we get there perhaps I can fly ahead to to Lekranog and then and get help maybe something like that but let's get I'll stay with you for the homestead uh, and then we, we can reconvene there once we know kind of what we have available to us okay all right, as soon as you guys reach the edge of the forest, and you basically on top of a big hill, and the homestead is supposed to be, you know, a little uh, river, or like a, more like a creek that it's coming down. 
probably from one of the tributaries, probably that's where the homestead is it's built on. And and as soon as you guys actually reach out of the woods, you start to see a little bit of a uh, black smoke. Probably coming down the homestead. I'm assuming that Hydric, you go speed up on top of them, kind of take a look and then come back to them. Yeah, of course. I mean, that would be probably the most logical thing to do. Yep. Like a uh, like a perception roll or something like you that. Can, or... you, can, you can roll perception. You have ego perception. Now. Yep. So what would that give me for a bonus? Because obviously, like I don't get uh, skills and attacks, so I can I uh, have the skills and attacks of the animal, or my own skill bonus plus ten. Okay. Yeah. My perception is forty. I'll take a plus fifty then, because it's my skill plus ten. I can't. I the eagle might be higher than that, but just for ease. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have the stats of ego in front of me, but yeah. what is uh, what is what is your perception? I have I have my perception is forty, and it says that I can either use the eagle's perception or my skill plus ten. So I'll just yeah, take. What would 50. your skill plus ten? Yeah, fifty. Yeah, I'll go. Yep, fifty. Oh, son of a man! My my tens die rolls double zeros all the time, and this time I only have a nine, so it's a total of fifty nine. Fifty nine. Uh, fifty nine. It's not enough, even for a partial success. Okay. Uh, you either need to land there and uh, take a look from there, or you can, you know, just stick with your friends. You know, what's funny, so I can't actually communicate with you when I'm in bird form, so seeing a potential threat, I also, in bird form, I was kind of that bestial fury thing where I do need to, I'm kind of always... I'm in a rage almost as I'm in bird form. So if I see this on fire, I will, I'm a hawk. I will go into my power dive and uh, swoop down and try to assess what is going, why is there fire and what's going on? Yes, as soon you, as soon you, as soon you, you, you know, dive down. So you see this isolated homestead and its windows and doors are smashed in. Uh, smoke <laughs> is rising from the roofs and it seems like it's just been attacked. As you get closer, you know, you dive down and go back up, dive down, go back up. That, you know, there's blood on the doorsteps. And there's about 10, 15 villagers living here. There are, some of them are, uh, their head cut off and on spikes. And it seems that, you know, maybe some some of them are true off. And it seems that wolves and orcs or trolls hmm. have that walk here. Oof. It doesn't seem that there's anybody. There right. seems there's no threat here. This happened. Yeah. Seems that happened maybe last night or this yeah. morning. Probably last night. Knowing the you, you figure that trolls maybe attacked during the night. Yeah. Yep. You don't know where the threat is. Yep. I mean, okay. you need to you need to investigate more. Yeah, I will. As I'm kind of gathering that information, just kind of flying around, and everything like that. I will. Once I feel like I have kind of that surface information that you've already given me, I will I'll revert back to human form and wait for the rest of the party so that we can reconvene. We had hoped that this would be a way stop that we could take to to help Nevin, but it seems like now that's not going to be an option. So I'll wait for them to arrive so we can plan what we're going to do instead. Sounds good. So you take form. You go slide back and take form where they are, or you wear them there. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll, I will. I figured for the amount of time it's going to take me to fly around and get the information that you've given me, that's probably the amount of time it's going to take them to get there. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So you yep. take form and a few shooter yep. after 
I'm also weary after I switch back too, so I am trying. So I am kind of taking. I know it's, this is going to be enough to kind of cure my weariness, but just thematically, I'm kind of like resting on a stump as they kind of pull up to what they think is going to be the homestead. So. Yeah, exactly. That's a very good interpretation. You you turn back into you and form sit down on a somewhere in the stump or a rock or something. Stump, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you try to uh, recover your energy. Take some food out of my pack or something, yeah. Just uh, probably an hour and a half after they come by you. And uh, and you explain what happened. And uh, you still take keeping a look, an eye on the village. You don't see any, any suspicious movement. So what is left to do? It's to investigate what happened and where did it go. If, unless you guys want to not waste the sun is setting. Sun is setting, so this is the dilemma you in front. You either stay here for the night. The chance is that you know they will raid the same village twice. You know it's low, but you don't know who's following you. You know that the orc got away uh, from you. It seems that Nevin somehow was involved in the. I mean, not involved, but they were going after him, so they might know that you're walking in these roads. Uh, I'm just giving you all the clues so you guys can make a better decision. You also know that you have two days left, which is enough to go through the, through the rough path, through the mountains. And it doesn't seem to be any help here. So you either, I don't know, want to investigate what happened with the last, the, the leftover light, but it probably would be like one hour of light left. Or uh, you, you decide to maybe rest here and uh, leave in the morning as soon as you can. You still have to go after a, a you know, proving battle. So you might be a little tucker as well. I mean, you guys are, you know, don't forget. You just it, in timeline-wise, if we rest here, have we got enough? If we go the short route yeah, tomorrow, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. In which case, then, having had that information from Edric, I would say we should we should ransack what's remaining. There might be something of use use to us. Absolutely. Scavenge for supplies to make sure we've got enough to get through the mountains. See if there's any livestock that got away. Maybe we can replace a horse. Mm. Okay, Prudent. Right yep. you, you guys, you guys are, um, you know, scavenge around. You find three extra horses. Okay. And, and that would give you a chance of if you switch horses in the between if you, one of you or two of you take all the horses, and you guys decide to separate, you can cover the distance in two days. However, there's always a chance that we split the party. And uh, you, might, you guys know that there are probably trolls and wolves and an orc on the loose. So separating the party could be, you know, very dangerous to do. You have an option of separating the party and going uh, the long and safe route, seems, but I still be able to maybe cover it in two days, or you can just go to the, the you know, uh, dangerous route and still cover in two days. Uh, you have enough food, so you have no problem with food, for food for the horses, food for yourself. There's plenty of stuff left over that the, that the trolls didn't take any of their food. Uh, or whoever whoever stormed this village didn't take anything else with them. So you you go in that. You have a good night rest. Alucarno asked me if we, yeah, can we search for herbs to help slow the advance of the poison yep. with a healing yep. Yes, if Edric, with his knowledge of Loremaster, 
has a very this is a very high difficult roll. I tell you what okay. is difficult. This is a very hard a very hard roll, so you get a minus minus thirty? Okay. Alright. Do they get to team up so that Lorcano can help again? No, he's he's gonna ha- he's Great helping mind, so. he's helping you. Okay. Uh, telling and then you okay. So that's what is your yeah, not great. At minus 30, it is a 43. You don't accomplish that. So the reason why you cannot help him Locarno is because with this roll, he would help your... Um, uh, he would help your natural roll in finding the herbs. So yep. if, he, if, he, if he was able to describe... Okay. He, he doesn't know what, what you should look for. So that's he was he was helping you with this yeah. one. So this so is there's only one herb that I know that can help, and it's where we're going, not here. 